Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell. Co-hosted by portfolio managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca. We're building customer connections. Thanks for joining us at the Customer Connection Podcast, where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right direction fast. Joining us today is Sandra Gagnon. Sandra is the Director of Content Production for the Leading Practices team here at ServiceNow. Sandra's team is responsible for transforming the leading practices expertise into easy-to-consume content that engages customers with a consumer-grade experience to help them confidently achieve their business outcomes. Sandra started at ServiceNow in 2017 as a senior engagement manager, where she led customer engagements across multiple ServiceNow products. She came to ServiceNow after 15 years leading IT service management process and tool implementations across utilities and financial services. Sandra was responsible for the implementation of the NowCreate methodology and is continuing her responsibilities for the ongoing growth of the NowCreate platform. So Sandra, welcome to the show. Thanks, Nick. Hey, Sandra, thank you for joining the show. Uh, Before we kick off the show, we do have some rules of engagement here at the Customer Connection, and we'd like to keep it open, and we'd like to keep it free-flowing. We want to know that the customer can understand everything, so we have what's called a jargon-free zone. So anytime you use jargon, we have Garrett in the background. He will be keeping tabulation of that, and at the end of the show, we're going to have a, a jar that you can donate to so that at the end of the season, we can uh, donate that to a community outreach service. How's that sound? Sounds good. I'll try my best not to use jargon. There you go. Thank you, ma'am. So as we start to kick this thing off here, let's talk about when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Actually, that's a very interesting question because when I was growing up, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer and that's all I wanted to be. For the longest time. And then I realized it takes a lot of school and a lot of reading and a lot of work to become a lawyer. And more than that, a lot of money. So I ended up going into IT, which actually has been awesome. I'm really glad I made this decision. That's awesome. It does take a lot of work and money for being a lawyer. Also, who was your biggest influence when it comes to the way you approach your work today? Actually, I've been so lucky in my career. I've had some really, really strong female leaders who have made a huge impact on my career. And honestly, it's really just their guidance and their support throughout. And it was more around just really understanding customer needs, right? That's what they really focused on. And that's always been my goal is really to drive the best value for our customers with whatever I'm doing. Oh, that's awesome. That's so awesome. So in the introduction, Nick came out and said, you know, you were the inventor, creator, help formulate the Now Create platform. So can you briefly describe Now Create and its intent? So Jerry, yeah, good question. So Now Create was really developed to uh, provide a leading practice guidance for our entire ecosystem. It was built for our customers, our partners, and our internal teams. And the intent of the Now Create platform is really to provide leading practice assets that support the implementation of 
our ServiceNow products. And with the goal, really, of enabling our customers with implementation success, de-risking their projects, and accelerating the achievement of their business outcomes. Awesome. So can you kind of give us a, you know, you said kind of the target audience, but can you differentiate between the now create both the assets and the methodology? Yeah, absolutely. So the methodology really is our leading practices around how do you implement ServiceNow successfully from via project. So it has very definitive steps. It's very, very robust. And when we started building out the methodology, we wanted to make sure that we weren't just covering off kind of what a partner would do or what a what an internal delivery team would do. We wanted to cover off all the steps that a customer needs to be aware of when they're trying to implement a service now. And that goes into best practices or leading practices around about project management, right? Like having your OCM plan, having your testing plan, making sure you're aligning your business value, all of those components. And the assets themselves actually support the product implementation. So if you think about when you're implementing ITSM or in your case, like CSM, we want to make sure that we've got very prescriptive guidance on those particular products. So we can guide the customer through the implementation based on CSM or ITSM. So it's very product. Yeah, sorry. It's very product specific. That's awesome. That's great. Nick, you had some questions for Sandra? Absolutely. So I think one of the things too, and a lot of our implementers jump on to now create and you know, they see all of those different tiles on the methodology map, but there's just so much detail in each of those activities. I'm just curious to know, how did you go about formulating all of those different and like very specific activities that implementers and customers alike are really kind of working towards? Yeah, great question, because it is quite robust. And as I mentioned earlier, it is, uh, it's large. So we wanted to provide something to the customers so they could see what it takes to implement. So what we started out with building the first methodology based on field experience. And we started with the SIM methodology, which was our previous methodology that we had in place. But our previous SIM methodology was really five stages, and it didn't really cover off what was needed within each of those phases. And it left a lot to the interpretation of whoever was delivering. So we wanted to make sure that there was very prescriptive guidance for each of the activities. So when you look at like when you're doing, you're in the design, build and unit test phase, and you're trying to build out your, you're in the planning phase, you're building out your workshops, you're trying to gather your requirements. We wanted to make sure it was very clear what are the assets that you need to support those activities and what activities need to be completed and the impact of not completing them so that there was really a full understanding from an end-to-end perspective what needed to be done. Now, we're not saying you have to follow that methodology from beginning to end, like from the top left to the bottom right, but those are the activities that are going to really ensure that you're successful with your implementation. But further to that, we did work with multitudes of people within our organization to come up with that leading practice methodology now. So it was it's based on thousands of implementations that we've had. A majority of the people who were working on it were also from customer sites as well, like people who had been previous customers that really helped us drive out some of those requirements. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of thousands of things on there, when you think about it, there's thousands of assets on now create as well to support the methodology. What do you think was really more challenging to create the methodology or all of those individual assets to support each of the products? You know, if I could go back in time, I would say that the methodology was 
kind of, it was difficult because trying to get everybody to align on what activities were really required and whether we were building too much, right? Like that was also kind of the question that we had. The assets at the time really were driven off the methodology. So, you know, if you have activity one, two, three, what needs to be there to support our customers or our partners or our internal teams? So trying to figure out what assets would support them. I think what we're finding as we continue down our path of now create that the upkeep of those assets, because like you said, there's about a thousand in there right now. It is every time we do a release, we need to update those assets. So I think from a challenge perspective, the methodology I think was harder to kind of come up with. Although we had it, it was just not well-defined, right? So we really had to push to get it defined. Absolutely. And, you know, I think really one of the things too that, you know, when I share now create with all the different implementers I work with, their mind's always blown that like this whole methodology and the assets are out there. Do you know how it kind of compares to some of the other software solutions out there? Are there anything equivalent across the industry or is this kind of industry defining? That's a really good question because when we first started building out the methodology, we were actually trying to find other software companies out there that had something similar so that we could kind of see how they were you know, basically doing our research. And there really wasn't anything out there that really compared to what we had envisioned for Now Create. And Now Create is, in my mind, it, it is really, it's kind of groundbreaking for what we have. And when we do talk to customers and partners about the feedback, which I want to get more of, but they do say like other software companies don't have this. And for their ramp up, like for partners to ramp up quickly on ServiceNow, Many partners use the methodology so that their teams can ramp up quickly and understand what needs to be done. So it's quite interesting. And then customers also leverage the platform to better understand, you know, what do I need to do? Where do I go? What's coming up? What do I have to prep for? That kind of stuff. And things that aren't necessarily for our ServiceNow teams to do or for their partners to do, but for them to do, like their OCM. Majority of the time, customers manage their own OCM. And we provided some really good context around how to develop that. Absolutely. And Jerry, I know you wanted to jump in and talk about some lessons learned, but uh, you know, before we get into that, I think it's important to call out that while the Now Create methodology can seem kind of complex on the surface, you know, we've got a fantastic free training on you know, the Now Learning portal, where in I think just under 40 minutes, you, know, you can begin to understand you know, how, just the depth that the Now Create methodology and all those assets really goes into and you know, how it can support your projects starting today. So I highly recommend checking out that training. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Nick. We actually just recently launched a uh, PM training as well on that Learn About Methodology page. And it basically takes a project manager or program manager through the experience that a customer or that they would have. So it highlights some of the critical path items. So it, it really is a quite a tool to really dig into and get to understand. It will provide a huge amount of value to your implementations. Yeah, that is so awesome. Thank you, Nick, for uh, putting that out there. And Sandra, since the inception of Now Create, and it sounds like a great tool. So since the inception, what lessons have you learned and that you're willing to share with uh, our audience of Now Create? So I, I think the biggest lesson I've learned is, uh, to Nick's point, uh, you know, when you first open up Now Create, it can be quite daunting, right? You, you're, you're presented with this massive Gantt chart, if you will. But if you actually dig into it, it's really not that complex. So like it basically takes you through process by process what you need to do, 
what the assets are, what the risks are of actually skipping some of the steps. And you can build your project plan from that. It's quite easy to navigate. I think the lessons learned are that we need more digital content for one versus like the physical assets. Like there should be a quicker way to get to your content that you're looking for. Cause a lot of people, I think the, the methodology people will use at the beginning, but once you started doing service now products, like product implementations, you, you're not necessarily going to go back to the methodology. You're going to know what asset you want. So um, I think we need to find a better way of actually getting to the assets faster. But I think that the biggest lesson learned for me is we need to get more awareness out there of now create to help customers and partners really leverage the platform there is so much wealth there's just a wealth of information in there and i think people sometimes get intimidated by that interface and don't realize that you can actually just search by assets as well yeah that's great uh advice and lessons for our people listening to us out there um as i promised uh, at the beginning we had the rules of engagement and we were going to talk about all the jargon that you threw out there, Sandra. So I hope you got a big wallet there because we're about to open it up. Gareth, can you run that down? <laughs> it wasn't too bad. You mentioned SIM a few times, ITSM and CSM. And then towards the end, I think it was OCM as well. It was just those four, but you did like repeating them. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll mark you down for four. We're not going to take all the repeats in there because I heard them as well. and. I, d- I didn't want to jump in because you were just answering things with such smooth and nice flow there. So appreciate your your time. And before you go, Sandra, we want to know what's your biggest takeaway uh, you hope listeners learn from this this session, and how can the listeners contact you or connect with you? So I, I guess the biggest takeaway I want people to get really excited about now create because it's a fantastic platform and it can really help drive your uh, implementation success and de-risk your projects. And uh, the w- the best way to get a hold of me is through LinkedIn, or you can also get a hold of me through our feedback button that we have on now create, which would be really beneficial if you gave me the feedback because then um, I can help make the the platform even better than it is today. All right. Thank you so much, Sandra. That was that's very good information you provided for us today. And we take that and close it out here. So again, thank you for joining us and you have a great day. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Gareth. It was great being with you guys. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection Podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us for our next episode when we will build more customer connections.